that these are not people who are here just to get a job. They're people who are constantly building and aspiring. They're future leaders. Do you want to impact the world and still turn a profit? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Growth Everywhere. This is the show where you'll find real conversations with real entrepreneurs. They'll share everything from their biggest struggle to the exact strategies they use on a daily basis. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen on. Here's your host, Eric Sue. Before we jump into today's interview, if you guys could leave a review and a rating and also subscribe as well, that would be a huge help to the podcast. So if you actually enjoy the content and you'd like to hear more of it, please support us by leaving us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. Today, we have a special guest, a friend of mine. His name is Will Sentence. He's the CEO of Codesmith, which is a full-stack software engineering immersion program based in Los Angeles. I'm going to let him explain what that is exactly in one second. Will, how's it going? I'm doing so well, Eric. Lovely to be here with you. Thanks for being here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? I am Will, and I run and co-founded Codesmith. Codesmith is... Uh, a software engineering immersive program, as you put it right, Eric. A little bit different to a lot of these software engineering boot camps in that we take people from effectively a junior developer level. Uh, either they've been self-teaching to that level or they were, in fact, developers themselves already. And in some cases, mid-level developers already. And we take them through to a mid or a senior level developer role after graduation. And... Uh, as I was saying to you, Eric, uh, so offline before, very exciting. Today, we go live on our site with our graduation stats and our uh, average salary. And this is by no means the be-all and end-all of what makes uh, a great program, but it is uh, a sort of good benchmark. And, and I love that schools are in this space are kind of held accountable to uh, to how they're performing. And we have now, across all our graduates, an average salary of $103,500 after graduation. And on the latest cohort that graduated, I think five and a half weeks ago, kind of crazy, uh, $114,000 average salary. And that's a testament to their talent. This is a wonderful group of people. We, My mission for creating Codesmith, coding changed my life. I got, I got lucky. I got to go to, uh, and Eric and I, you, you and I have talked about this before, I got lucky. I got to go to Oxford for my undergrad and Harvard for my grad school. And I'm so grateful to have got those opportunities. It really was very special. But I still graduated unable to build the things I dreamed up. I had all these images of the things I created. My friends were the same. We had these images. And we were all looking for our technical co-founders, looking to try and contribute, but couldn't. And so for me, learning to code changed my life. The other side of it's this. Some of the most important people in my life didn't necessarily get every opportunity at 18. And in our world of education, if you don't get it right at 18, it's pretty tough to get it right later on. And why you'll always hear me celebrate these top coding programs that are changing people's lives is because you can be 25, 30, 35. If you work for six months or so, 12 months to prepare to get into either Codesmith or one of the other couple of top programs, it will absolutely change your life. And there's never been anything like that before where you can say, I'm 27, I'm 35, I'm 45. I want to go all in 
and make a big impact with my career. Maybe I wasn't ready at 18, but I want to go in now. There's never before been truly a way of doing that within reasonable time and sort of reasonable expectations of yourself. Why I always shout out the other programs that are doing the same thing we're doing is that they're giving people that path uh, to take uh, ownership of their lives, to go and get these amazing jobs where they get to be creative and for sure financially rewarded as well whatever stage they're at in their life. And that's very, very special. Awesome. So when I'm thinking about the, all these, you know, there's a lot of these boot camps out there. How do you kind of differentiate yourself when you're selling it? Because you guys are kind of the, the upper tier, right? You guys are kind of the next level. How do you guys separate that out when you're selling this thing? That's been the biggest lesson for me. There are hundreds of these programs in the US. Uh, a lot of them, as you say, give people a taste of coding. That's given them a little bit of a, a bit of a bad rep. They're not taken serious. I sit down in this uh, LA CTO's round table. So I'm CEO of Cosmith, but I sit down with the CTO's round table. And the CTO of Whisper, he very reasonably says, has anyone had a experience with coding bootcamp grads? And no one had a good experience. And I told, I remember saying, hold on, Codesmith is different. Codesmith takes in people. We have a lot of free material, a lot of free classes that help you get to the level where you could get a junior role. That's a sort of, in terms of financial numbers, that's somewhere between 50 and 60k maybe but uh that's by no means that's there's a uh, no means re- representative of all junior roles and there are some mid-level roles that are a little bit less well paid but really junior means they need a lot of hand-holding and i said we do a lot of free classes to help people get to those roles for free and what codesmith does is if you want to become an autonomous problem-solving engineer who can almost lead others uh you you are ready for Codesmith. That's where Codesmith comes in. And that's been a differentiator. And I tell you, there's one or two other programs in the whole country out of those 400, there's one or two others that do the same thing. And I will always shout them out because they're, they're doing something very similar. But the thing that I think makes Codesmith even more special is it is a very intimate community. One of our team members, he will, he's decided he wants to take a, a share, take, take some sort of financial credit for this wonderful statement because I think he summed it up so perfectly. I said to him, Sam, how would you define in two words the Codesmith community, the students and the team? And he chose two words that I think, I hope sums up every person at Codesmith. And those two words are brilliance. So exceptional abilities, exceptional problem solvers, people who go out and get these six figure salaries. But uh, he used this other word, playfulness. That's a humility. A lack of swagger, a sort of always looking to learn more, wearing their talents so lightly. And that I, I love. I, these are not people who are here just to get a job. They're people who are constantly building and aspiring. They're future leaders. You know, great leaders usually are great, but also they're, you know, many of the greatest leaders are also very humble. And certainly the, the leaders I love to be working with are often wear their gifts very lightly. They let the substance speak. And I hope that characterizes really what I'm trying to build with Codesmith is a group of future leaders who may end up being software engineers for the rest of their lives, but many may end up becoming CEOs or heads of product as those areas become more and more technical. But the core thing is they have a community of leaders and people and technology around them for the rest of their lives. And that has been a huge differentiator. In practice, how do we make people aware of that? It doesn't happen by default, we entered this world pretty late, three or four years ago when these programs began, and we started one year ago. And what we did is say, this is what Codesmith is about. 
come to all these free classes that will help you aspire to getting accepted. Yes, it's very competitive. Very quickly, we were at about one in 12, one in 15 people accepted. And that took bravery. It took our investors getting fully on board with, you you know, you're not going to reap big returns now because we're investing and putting together a world-class community that's highly selective for people who are ready academically and in terms of their culture, in terms of how they support other people. And then here are all these free classes where you can get to see the reality of what it is to be a codesmith. So not we, we can't show we couldn't show the outcomes, we couldn't show these salary numbers. Now finally a year on we can, and they are remarkable. But other programs already had the outcomes. What we had to do is say we have the process and the community that we believe will produce those outcomes. Come see it. Come join the drinks in the evening after the free classes. Come see how we approach the teaching. And I'm so happy that people really connected with that. And that brought us together some very special, talented people before we even had outcomes. People who were all regularly accepted into the programs that do have outcomes, really fantastic outcomes. And yet they still said something feels very special about Codesmith. And those people have been our true believers. And I'm, I'm so happy they've then gone on to have such great results because now the people who join Codesmith have both. They got to see, they get to see the process and, uh, you know, the intimacy of the community. And they get reassured that, wow, the results truly are special. Fantastic. So talk to us about, well, let me just backtrack a second. How many students have gone through Codesmith so far? Just a number. I would say 50 have graduated and maybe a little bit below that, actually. But right now we have cohort sizes of 15. So there's a junior and a senior cohort at any one time. I think that's going to go up to about 20. We just get more and more stellar applications. If it does hit the sort of 25 or so number, we're going to really need to think, is this going to be detrimental to this intimacy of the community? And we may just have to have to cap at that point. That's to be worked out. Let's talk about the sales funnel, the marketing funnel a little bit. How did you acquire your first, let's just say, 20 students? Yep, I will say this, dude. One thing, funnily enough, is I will never, ever, ever, we will never sell you into Codesmith. That does not work. It, it brings people who, you have to know that you're going to be working 100 hours a week and that this is the opportunity of a lifetime. I will always promote the free classes because people have come to those, many who've been to other programs or sometimes who go to other, who go to other programs or who go off and get a job straight away. I will promote the free classes. I will sort of, so to speak, sell those till the end of the earth. I will never promote the program itself. That has to be something you aspire to and say, I'm going to bring my all, all my energy so that I'm ready for that program, so for the core 12 week program itself. How do we sort of think about people coming into the, to the free classes? Be in combination. And the first 20 students pretty much all came from the free classes in the community. A couple were old friends of mine, which was fantastic to see what they've gone on to do as well. Uh, in fact, even, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe not say this, my sister's ex-boyfriend, he's done, he's done very well as well. You, those first few, they, they do come from really interesting places from your own community. But also, and shout out to some of them, Josh and Susan and Matt, who came to those first free classes. And how do they find out about Codesmith free classes? Through something called meetup.com that you probably most of the listeners will know, but is very special. As far as I can tell, the last close to free organic reach social network. So Facebook used to be, if you wrote good content, you could get organic reach, non-paid reach. 
as far as I know, that's pretty much gone. Is that fair to say, Eric? It's pretty much gone. Organic reach on Facebook. Yeah, for the most part. That was always controversial about four years ago. Now it's just it's what you expect. It's, you know, they did, they've earned the right to do that for whatever reason. Meetup has a different takes a different view on things. They charge one hundred and twenty dollars a year for you to run your meetup, and they put it in front of the most perfect people who are excited to learn to code. They send emails. They say when you join up, here are some recommended groups, and that for the first 20, 40, 60, 100 students has been to almost to a fault where almost every person reaches and discovers Codesmith. At that stage, they come on site to a class and then promotion stops. We cannot promote the core program because you have to be ready to bring your all. But up to that point, Meetup has been has been a, a backbone. And that's starting to develop now. There's uh, some certain core sites like Course Report that have become go-to sites for learning about coding programs. And we've got sort of universal five stars on there, the top rated program in the US. And people more and more reach uh, Codesmith through that. And Quora uh, wrote a couple of Quora answers back in the end of last year about learning JavaScript, learning to code, also a little bit about learning, about understanding how to assess different coding programs and again, I shouted out the ones I think that are really good. I wasn't going to say Codesmith is the only excellent program. I shouted out the ones that I thought were really great as well. And that also, I think, gives people something to hold on to until they come on site and meet the community and see the pedagogy. And that's when it just becomes just the pure experience of the program itself. And that's what people love. But to get them to that point is a meetup has been a real bedrock of our outreach Great, and just for the just for the audience to to know, get get some context there. How much does Codesmith actually cost to go through the program? Meeting an Apple, uh, Codesmith actually costs seventeen thousand two hundred dollars. Got it. It's the second most expensive program. It was um it was a tough decision to make it that that a uh, price, but we've offered a number of scholarships over the months to people from underrepresented backgrounds to always try and just work with uh, Go Develop It and with women who code to try to inspire people. One of the most powerful things and why some of the big companies like Google are so excited by the top coding programs is it is a way to more rapidly fix the imbalance of the people who make up a lot of the software engineering teams in tech companies. And that's particularly damaging the imbalance because many of the future leaders in tech is what inspires me about building this program. Many of the future leaders in tech are being drawn from the software engineering community. And if that is as imbalanced as it is right now, that's going to be very damaging for the long term. What's exciting about the top coding programs, shout out to those as well, is that they enable people who were maybe mechanical engineers, not even engineers at all, but who were inspired by coding and who are ready to bring all their energy from any background, that they can be part of that, of that world as well. So even though the price is high, the scholarships have been a really important part of inspiring people from non-traditional backgrounds to get involved. Yeah, I remember when I was back at uh, when I was back at Treehouse. You know, we did this scholarship where we we gave and this is this is different, but I'm just saying the scholarships tend to tend to work because we gave away I, I believe over five thousand, um, and that's just five thousand mm-hmm. free accounts, right? And that got us a ton of PR. I believe is you know we're up on TenCrunch, and then like, Inc reached out to us, and a bunch of other things just happened. So you know, I, I think two key takeaways from this talk, at least right now is, you know, meetup.com, you know, it, it is, it does work for acquisition. And then you do have uh, the scholarships being still sufficient, right? Anything else along those lines? Scholarship, scholarships, again, yes, I completely agree with that. Along those lines, I can say a few things which I think didn't 
work for us early days, although I, I know many of the team are really excited to try and work on it now, which is Google ads or Facebook ads. You need to have substance before you start running with some of those things. You need to sort of get quality in those spaces. A couple of things that did work very well. In this market particularly, reviews really count. So having the people who've loved what you're doing write reviews, the SEO of those sites is high. They're credible sites that get pretty high up in Google results, so that's nice. Uh, And then to add to that, Quora, even if you can't get your site yet, as is the joy of Codesmith and our SEO failings, uh, unfortunately, uh, which will get fixed at some point, if you can't get your site up to the top rankings, if you write really high-quality content on Quora that gives credit to other programs or gives credit to other, um, it gives a sort of high, just content, gives value, valuable content, and yet, of course, happens to also feature some of the best uh, aspects of, of your organization, then that is, I think, Quora has excellent SEO. That is pushed right to the top of um, sort of people's search results, and it's credible. It's a, you know, you're on a site where people can get a, it has, it has credit, it's credible if you give a balanced view. If you're just writing answers on Quora that say, hey, come check out my organization, it ain't going to go anywhere. If you offer something of real value that happens to also shout out some of the best pieces of what you do, but also what others do, can be very powerful. Does that give you some uh, additional perspectives, Eric? Yeah, and just I mean that's completely valid, right? You know, on, on Quora, people are searching for a, you know a specific answer to a specific question, right? And I'll, I'll tell you, you know, back you know one of our clients back in the day uh, for for the agency came through Quora. I mean, you know, this this is somebody that paid us thirty thousand dollars a month, and this is through Quora, just one random answer that we put up. So it does help, you know. You, what you're saying completely makes sense. The domain authority of Quora is high, so that's why they're going to rank high naturally because the content's good and the domain authority is high. I'll say, I'll say this thing though, just add a quick, uh, very quick bonus on that. Having, for me, for us, working out where our magic was. Our magic so far, now it may be different because we have these impressive stats, but our magic was the community and the, pe- the pedagogy of the on-site classes. And then the game, you know, then it's over. If someone comes to Coast of HQ and gets a sense of, of how we approach things, it's the warmest and most welcoming and loving community you can imagine. And it's, it's just, it's special. But getting somebody to that point, what are the key routes for that? Everything should become, everything became for us, getting people to the point where they're on site and getting to really, uh, you know, on the physical site. And that's a little bit different to a lot of businesses, but on the physical side and really able to get inspired by, by the approach that the COSMA students take to learning. And our only goal then is helping people get on site to, to see that. And Quora, Meetup, Course Report, all these things have been a big part of that. I love it. All right. One more question from my side. Will, what's one must-read book you'd recommend to everyone? Eric, I'm going to be so bad on this. Uh, I'm going to do my standard uh, flip away from books, if you forgive me. Blogs I love. You only get one. It's well, If you only get one, it's got to be Buffer's open blog. Buffer is a, a social media promotion tool that a lot of companies use. And they obsess over how to build an excellent culture. And their founders write often, a guy called Joel, I believe it's Joel, his name, who runs Buffer, write phenomenal analyses or phenomenal approaches for how to build a supportive, growth-oriented culture in their team. And I've learned so much from that. We've all learned so much from that. That is my go-to blog for making a really great team culture, which is a big part of what you have to think about when you're building a team. 
Awesome. Yeah, definitely love the Buffer blog. Will, thanks so much for doing this. What's the best way for people to find you online? Thank you, dude. Uh, best way, Quora? No, that's not right. Uh, email me. Can I put my email address out, Eric? Sure. All right. Will at codesmith.io. And every single Thursday, uh, we now stream, actually, to hundreds, sometimes even thousands of people, our free class, JavaScript, the hard part, every Thursday, 7 p.m. PST on YouTube. And you get to live pair program with someone. They may be in Brazil. They may be in New York. They may be in LA. Uh, but it's a really energized experience, even online. And people are so welcome to come and jump on that every Thursday at 7 p.m. as well. Great. Thanks again for doing this, Will. My pleasure, dude. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Everywhere. If you loved what you heard, be sure to head back to growtheverywhere.com for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on next week's value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week, and remember to take action and continue growing.